Sign up to The Economist for in-depth curated expert analysis of world events and topics ranging from business and culture to science and technology. You'll get the weekly digital edition, online-only articles, curated newsletters on politics, the markets, science, culture and China and full access to The Economist Podcast Plus. The Economist is independent journalism for independent thinking. Go to economist.com and get your first month free. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. Listen to one of this year's top true crime podcasts. Unknown Subject, Season 3 of WTOP's American Nightmare podcast is out now on all podcast platforms. The same teen admitting guilt in a deadly shooting in D.C. back in October. A driver who evaded police for several hours is taken into custody. I'm Dick Iliana. You're making history. How Howard University is teaming up with the Department of Defense. I'm Mike Marilla. In Washington, 11 o'clock. This is CBS News on the Hour, sponsored by Liberty Mutual Insurance. I'm Jennifer Kuyper in Chicago. Another mass shooting in California settled. CBS's Matt Piper reports. The seven victims were killed at two different locations. One, a farm. Another, a distribution center just a mile away. It, it happened in Half Moon Bay, California, south of San Francisco. San Mateo County Sheriff Christina Corpus says a suspect is in custody and that he acted alone. The suspect identified as Chung Li Zhao, a 67-year-old Half Moon Bay resident. They believe he's a co-worker of the people. He Governor Gavin Newsom tweets, tragedy upon tragedy. Matt Piper, CBS News. An eighth person was in critical condition. The death toll from Saturday's mass shooting at a ballroom dance in Monterey Park, California, is now up to 11. Police say the suspect went to a second dance hall that night, and as CBS's Max Darrow reports... Brandon Say was in the lobby of the Lai Lai Ballroom when the suspect entered. Say said he lunged at the suspect, grabbed the gun, and there was a struggle. He said he ordered the suspect to leave, then called the police while holding the suspect's gun. The firearm, which was wrestled away from the suspect, the owl... Ambrosine was a 9mm caliber semi-automatic MAC-10 assault weapon. The gunman's motive is unknown. Max Darrow, CBS News, Monterey Park, California. Police say the suspect was found dead of a self-inflicted gunshot wound. In Memphis, Tennessee, the family of Tyree Nichols has been shown the police body cam footage of the January 7th traffic stop that preceded his death. An attorney for the family says the video shows that the confrontation was violent and appalling. Nichols' mother says... All I heard my son say was, what did I do? Where's the humanity in all of this? You just beat him like a dog in the street. 29-year-old Tyree Nichols' mother could only watch part of the deadly confrontation between Memphis police and her son. That's CBS's Elise Preston reporting. Five Memphis officers involved in the incident have been fired. More nasty weather will take aim at much of the nation. CBS's Jim Crisula reports. The National Weather Service says there's a three out of five risk of severe weather, including tornadoes tomorrow from the middle and upper Texas coast, across southern Louisiana eastward into the Florida panhandle. North of there, a developing winter storm will dump several inches of snow from northern Texas, north and east to southeastern Michigan. Ground and air travel across much of the nation's midsection will likely be affected by weather tomorrow and Wednesday. 
A lawmaker in Oregon has introduced a bill to ban the sale of kangaroo parts in that state. It would affect mostly soccer cleats, which use kangaroo leather. Nike, which makes soccer shoes, is based in Oregon. This is CBS News. I was ashamed to smile. My missing and decaying teeth affected my relationships, my career, my self-esteem, and my health. With these implants, I feel like I have my life back. Dr. Golpa's dental implant procedure is a miracle. Thanks to the exclusive technology developed by Dr. Golpa, it is now possible to replace failing teeth or ill-fitting dentures with beautiful permanent teeth in just 24 hours and at half the cost. Go to yourteeth.com to learn more and schedule a consult at our new Tyson's Corner office. That's yourteeth.com. This is Attorney General Jason Meares. Every day, a silent killer murders four Virginians. Drug overdoses. To keep our loved ones safe, we have to talk to them about the dangers of drugs. Whether it's opioids, heroin, or counterfeits laced with fentanyl, we all play a role in building safe and healthy futures for ourselves and our children. So do your part. Be their protector, because one pill can kill. Take the first step today and be informed. Visit GetSmartAboutDrugs.com. Sponsored by the Virginia Office of the Attorney General. How about a button where you can actually hear me? WTOP at 11.04. Then Monday evening, it's January 23rd, 2023. Clear, calm, cold this overnight early morning. Low in the 30s before we're done. We're at 40 degrees straight up in our nation's capital right now. Good evening to you. I'm Dean Lane. Thanks for taking us along for your last hour of your Monday evening ride. A second teenager is where we began pleading guilty locally in connection to the shooting of Washington Commander's running back, Brian Robinson. During a brief hearing in D.C. Superior Court this week, a day before the teen was actually scheduled to go on trial, the 15-year-old, whose name has not been released, has now pleaded guilty, we're told, to attempted robbery in the August shooting of Robinson. He and a 17-year-old were trying at the time to steal Robinson's muscle car. The same teen is also admitting guilt in a shooting this fall that killed a 15-year-old, Andre Robertson, of D.C. Robertson was killed back in October as he sat on the porch of a family member's home in northeast D.C. He pleaded guilty to voluntary manslaughter. Sentencing is set for March 8th in the case. A driver is under arrest this evening after fleeing police who fired at his car as he sped away in the morning on Monday. Prince George's County Police Chief Malik Aziz says officers were called to Hickory Hill Avenue around 840 to check on a man in a car with its horn continuously sounding. Two responding officers approached the car to talk to the driver. During the interaction, officers observed the driver had a gun. An officer tried to seize the gun, which went off. And as the driver sped away, the other officer opened fire with his service weapon. The driver was found several hours later. The gun in the car was recovered at the scene. The officer who fired his weapon is on administrative leave. Outside police headquarters, Dick Iuliano, WTOP News. WTOP at 11.05. I'm joining up for Metro now to turn over those documents showing the agency has retooled its training procedures. After back and forth between the transit agency of late, it is in safety commission as well. Metro was given a January 24th deadline to achieve this goal. And that was slated for Tuesday to submit the information about its training practices. Now, Washington Metro Rail Safety Commission said in a memo last week that Metro was deliberately ignoring its own training standards. It issued then a directive that would have required Metro to sideline 50 train operators. After pushback from Metro, the Safety Commission moved that directive until tomorrow, Tuesday. 
It's a big night. It was for Howard University, the school now the first HBCU to lead a multi-million dollar university affiliated military research center. You're making history. Secretary of Defense Lloyd Austin congratulates the Howard University community on the new center, which will be funded by a $90 million military contract. Only a tiny fraction of the department's research funding goes to HBCUs. You know, that just doesn't add up. He says that's changing now. The center will research tactical autonomy, which includes artificial intelligence research. Responsibly used autonomous systems make our military faster, smarter, and stronger. Other HBCUs, such as Bowie State University, will work with Howard on this. Howard's president, Wayne A.I. Frederick. I think the work that we will do here will be work that you can be proud of. At Howard University, Mike Marillo, WTOP News. Word that the remains of a Confederate general have been reburied at a cemetery in his hometown of Culpeper, Virginia. The city of Richmond removed the statue of Confederate General A.P. Hill last month. His remains were buried underneath that statue, actually. And the Freelance Star now reports that hundreds gathered over the weekend this past Saturday to pay their respects at a ceremony in Fairview Cemetery in Culpeper. WTOP at 1107, traffic and weather on the way. Hello, this is Joe Cordell. Cordell & Cordell is a firm that practices family law exclusively. We focus on only one area of the law to maximize our strength and effectiveness as advocates for clients that have everything on the line. Their homes, retirement, savings, and most importantly, their children. We're the partner our clients count on. If we can be of help to you, give us a call. Schedule an appointment with one of Cordell & Cordell's Fairfax area attorneys. A partner men can count on. Office in Falls Church. CordellCordell.com. Guilty verdicts coming Monday in two high-profile trials connected to the January 6th insurrection. That's coming up after traffic and weather. Monday evening, the 11 p.m. hour, January 23rd. Welcome to WTOP. It's 11.08 to be exact. Michael and Sons heating tune-up for only $69. Michael and Son. Traffic and weather on the 8th and when it breaks. Good evening to Rich Hunter in the WTOP Traffic Center. Uh, good evening, Dean. Right now in Maryland, 70 westbound, just west of the South Mountain Rust area. Crash that was under investigation continues. At last check, you were still getting by. Single file past the investigation, so just be aware. Uh, hopefully getting close to getting that wrapped up and cleared. 70 eastbound. As you head east of Frederick toward Mount Airy, uh, just before you get to exit 68, single file right past the work zone. Over on the Bay Bridge and, and Southern Maryland on the nice Middleton Bridge, both bridges have been under wind warnings, but no vehicle restrictions on either span. Adaloop in Virginia between the George Washington Parkway and the Dulles Toll Road, two right lanes for now get you by the work zone. Just a brief tap and brakes as you get into it. Once you're in it, pace t- starts to improve. Busy night on 66 tonight. Westbound between Route 7 and the Beltway. Single left lane gets you by near the Manassas rest area. The work zone blocks a single right lane. Eastbound, if you're traveling between Gainesville and the Prince William Parkway, single left lane past the work. Down to a left lane again just after Sudley Road. Between 28 and the Fairfax County Parkway, single file left gets you by there. After Nutley Street headed toward the Beltway, also down to a single left lane. And finally in the Roslyn Tunnel, Single right lane gets you by the work there as well. For over 35 years in the DMV, Greenberg and Betterman has helped tens of thousands of clients who've been hurt in auto accidents or victims of medical malpractice. Visit gblawyers.com and feel better. Rich Hunter, WTOP Traffic. 
Temperatures tonight cooling into the upper 20s to low 30s with some clearing and a bit of a breeze. A bit breezy tomorrow with highs near 50 and a mix of clouds and sun. On Wednesday, anticipate rain that arrives during the morning and midday hours continues throughout the afternoon hours before coming to an end. Wednesday evening, we could see a bit of a wintry mix north and west of the D.C. metro area during the morning and midday hours that could lead to some delays and potentially even cancellations. Just rain here in Washington. I'm Storm Team 4 meteorologist Amelia Draper. Right now we're looking at 41 degrees in Hyattsville, 37 in Fredericksburg, 41 in Foggy Bottom. We're at 40 straight up and holding in our nation's capital. This check brought to you by Lynn the Plumber. Trusted same-day service seven days a week. Check them out. Lynn the Plumber. It's 1111. Good evening. When people have a craving to explore new and traditional Asian cuisines, they head to P.F. Chang's, where scratch-made dishes come from the 2,000-year-old tradition of wok cooking. P.F. Chang's wanted to explore new possibilities for their website. They turned to AmericanEagle.com. AmericanEagle.com re-architected P.F. Chang's website, integrating multiple third-party systems to create a unified digital experience. The results? Improved page speed and performance, personalized content based on users' location, intuitive online ordering, and increase in organic search visibility and a 40% increase in new users. For scratch-made Asian cuisine, visit your local P.F. Chang's or go to pfchangs.com for website design, development, digital marketing, and hosting that produce efficiency, revenue, and results. Visit AmericanEagle.com, P.F. Chang's, and AmericanEagle.com. Another example of the best businesses in the world. Turning to the best in the business for websites, go to AmericanEagle.com or call 877-WEBNOW1. That's 877-WEBNOW1. Good Monday evening, January 23rd. Welcome into WTOP, where the time now is 11.12. Glad you're with us. This is WTOP News. Guilty verdicts this week in two high-profile trials connected to the January 6th insurrection at the Capitol. One involved the Arkansas man who was at the center of the most provocative images of the Capitol riot. The other concerned four men associated with the far-right group, the Oath Keepers. They were accused of seditious conspiracy in the case. CBS Congressional Correspondent Scott McFarland with more. Two years and two weeks after the Capitol attack, this might be one of the most dynamic days in court yet. Jury here in the District of Columbia convicted four members of the far-right Oath Keepers on that highest-level charge, seditious conspiracy, conspiracy to block the peaceful transfer of power in America. All four will face lengthy prison sentences at sentencing later this year. They are the second group of Oath Keepers to be convicted of seditious conspiracy. Meanwhile, a different far-right group, the Proud Boys group, is on trial down the hall on the same charge. But also, this morning, Richard Barnett of Arkansas, that defendant who put his feet up on the desk in an office of Speaker Nancy Pelosi's and stole mail and left a vulgar note behind, he also was convicted. Barnett had taken the stand in his own defense, and it was a high-wire act of theater confrontational with the prosecutors, at times vulgar, didn't work out. Sean and Brennan, the jury convicted him in less than three hours. They even forewent the free lunch and got out of here at 1130 this morning. Scott, switching gears uh, to Capitol Hill as well, though a different topic, the question over raising the federal debt limit. It continues to hover there on the Hill. What's the latest? More proposals over the weekend, but these seem like messaging proposals, really. Their efforts by the parties to send a message to their bases. Democrats have a new proposal with 50 co-sponsors to get rid of the debt ceiling altogether. There's a proposal by a moderate Republican from Pennsylvania to tie the debt ceiling to the overall U.S. economy, the gross domestic product, 
kind of arcane, but a more moderate view of how to move the debt ceiling around. At this point, the key discussion has to be between the president and the Republican Speaker of the House or between their surrogates, and that has not been put on the calendar yet. CBS Congressional Correspondent Scott McFarland Monday in a conversation with Brennan and Sean. You are listening to 103.5 FM at WTOP.com. When you order food for work on EasyCater.com, we've got your back. Real humans are here to help with your order every step of the way, making sure everything goes right, even behind the scenes without you knowing, confirming and double confirming with the restaurant that everything is on track. If there's a problem, thanks for calling EasyCater. Call us anytime, day or night, and we'll answer in seconds. We're right here with 100,000 restaurants working hard to ensure the food arrives on time and is ordered. Order 24-7 at EasyCater.com. Sports at 15 and 45, powered by Red River. Technology decisions aren't black and white. Think red. Good Monday evening, the 11 p.m. hour, January 23rd. Welcome in. 11.15 to be exact, and Rob's turn. Over to the sports desk we go. The Wizards announced the trade of former ninth overall pick Rui Hachimura to the Lakers in exchange for Kendrick Nunn and a trio of second-round picks. Radio voice of the Wizards and WTOP alum Dave Johnson explains. Bottom line, NBA is about fit and opportunity. So the Wizards and Lakers swap Rui Hachimura for Kendrick Nunn. In D.C., Hachimura had opportunity, but injuries, inconsistency, played a role in the fitting in part. You know, the same could be said for Kendrick Nunn in L.A., where he did fit in with the Miami Heat. It was a big part of their 2020 run to the NBA Finals. And aboard to the Wizards, they do not take on any future salary commitment. Which is relevant to the effort to re-sign Kyle Kuzma. For more on what the Wizards are getting in Kendrick Nunn, check out the sports page on WTOP.com. Bad news on the Wizards' injury front, as Kristaps Porzingis is sidelined for several games with an ankle sprain that has him listed as weak to weak. Down a level, Virginia Tech won for the first time since mid-December, beating Duke 78-75 to end a seven-game losing streak. Grant Basile led the hot-shooting Hokies with 24 points. Howard had its highest-scoring output of the season in a 90-76 win over Coppin State, the fourth straight victory for the Bison. On the women's side, Maryland sophomore Cheyenne Sellers grabs her first Big Ten Player of the Week honor after averaging just over 20 points on 62% shooting and nine rebounds per game in two dominant road wins for the now 10th-ranked Terps. Rob Woodfork, WTOP Sports. Thanks, Rob, as always. 11-16, Monday evening, January 23rd. Welcome to WTOP. Glad you're with us. This is WTOP News. Up in the morning and out to school. Better protecting kids locally walking around their schools, specifically right now the new goal in Arlington, we're being told. The county is lowering the speed limit in certain areas to 20 miles per hour. Around 13 schools in Arlington County, the Department of Environmental Sciences will change the signs to say speed limit 20 miles per hour. Starting next month, it'll apply at all times of day for drivers within 600 feet of the school and their designated crosswalks. Vice Chair Christian Dorsey. Lowering speed limits to 20 miles per hour across Arlington County provides a safer environment for our students and as well as teachers and staff. The move follows the board's decision last year to install movable speed cameras around school and work zones in response to a deadly pedestrian accident near Nottingham Elementary. Megan Cloherty, WTOP News. Among the top stories we're following at WTOP, seven people have been killed in two related shootings out west in a coastal community south of San Francisco. We're learning the gunman suspected of killing 11 people in suburban Los Angeles over the weekend apparently had a stash of weapons and ammo at his home. Police in Monterey Park 
are still trying right now to figure out why he opened fire in the first place inside that dance hall Saturday night. And four members of the Oath Keepers convicted Monday this week of seditious conspiracy in the attack on the Capitol January 6th. That conviction carries a maximum penalty of 20 years behind bars. You are listening to 103.5 FM and WTOP.com. Good Monday evening, January 23rd. Time now on WTOP 1118. Traffic and weather on the 8th. Over to Rich Hunter in the WTOP Traffic Center. All right, Dean, down in Stafford County, 95 northbound before the exit for Route 630. Stafford exit 140 near mile marker 138. The crash has been cleared. All lanes have been reopened. Beyond that, nothing else in your way. Headed up toward the Beltway in Springfield. 395 north and south in good shape between the Beltway and the 14th Street Bridge. Uh, uh, sounds like authorities are with a crash in northwest Washington near the intersection of 17th Street and I Street. You may be under police direction there at the moment. Now, if you're traveling west of Frederick, 70 westbound, just west of the South Mountain Rest area. At last check, folks still getting by single file to left past the serious crash under investigation that occurred earlier this evening. 70 eastbound leaving Frederick headed toward Mount Airy uh, just before you get to exit 68. Single right lane gets you by the work zone. If you're traveling at I-95, the Baltimore-Washington Parkway for now without major issue. 270 north and south also free and clear so far. If you're traveling on southbound 95 in Virginia, south of Route 610, sound wall work has the right lane blocked then further south. As you approach U.S. 17 Falmouth, exit 133 near mile marker 134, should now be down to a single left lane through the construction. Rich Hunter, WTOP Traffic. A cold Monday night across the area with temperatures in the upper 20s to low 30s. Highs tomorrow in the mid to upper 40s, so a few degrees above normal with a mix of clouds and sun. On Wednesday, temperatures warm into the 40s with rain moving in during the first half of the day and winding down during the evening hours. Now north and west of the D.C. metro area, we could see a bit of a wintry mix in spots, including the potential for some minor snow accumulation, mainly up around the Maryland-Pennsylvania border and back around the ID1 corridor. I'm Storm Team 4 Meteorologist Amelia Draper. We're at 39 degrees in Reston, 41, Bethesda, 40, Woodbridge, having dropped a degree in the last few minutes. We're down to 39 in our nation's capital, 11 p.m. Our Monday evening, January 23rd. Glad you're with us here at WTOP. This check tonight brought to you on WTOP by Longfence. Save 15% on Longfence decks, papers, and fences. Go to longfence.com today and schedule your free in-home estimate. WTOP at 1120. Kids across America are going to school hungry. Millions of kids every day. Hungry kids get sick more often and can struggle in school. It can be harder for them to focus and learn. But one simple thing can help change all of this for a hungry child in America. Good healthy food and the energy it brings. With help from caring people across America, No Kid Hungry is providing healthy meals and hope to hungry kids so they can build better futures. We want to ensure that all of our kids have healthy meals every day. Thank you. Thank you for helping feed our kids. To learn more about ending child hunger in America, go to helpnokidhungry.org today. Good Monday evening, January 23rd. Welcome into WTOP. Time now is 11.22. Glad you're with us. This is WTOP News. A teenager has been arrested locally in connection with the deadly shooting that happened recently outside a metro station in 
Prince George's County. The shooting in the parking lot of the Southern Avenue Metro Station left a 19-year-old victim dead. And now we've learned that a 17-year-old suspect has been arrested. He's been identified as Dehani Rispus, who's 17 years old. Metro Transit Police say he was arrested in D.C. and will now be taken to Maryland, where he will face murder charges. Gun violence has been having a significant impact on the Metro system lately. It's something Metro General Manager Randy Clark talked about earlier in the month. We have an epidemic of gun violence in this country, and unfortunately, from time to time, uh, those random acts spill on the Metro. Nick Ainelli, WTOP News. Now there's a $2,500 reward on the table in two separate vandalisms involving hate speech locally in Montgomery County. The first happened at Walt Whitman High in Bethesda in mid-December. Anti-Semitic graffiti was sprayed then on the school's signboard. The second was apparently on the Bethesda Trolley Trail. It happened, we're told, in mid-November. Police say they found spray-painted swastikas and white powder symbols The Jewish Community Relations Council of Greater Washington and the Jewish Federation of Greater Washington are working together to fund the rewards in this case. It's expensive to live locally in Arlington County, which is one reason there's a hot debate right now going on in the county about changing the rules of what kinds of homes can be built and where. We can add more homes without lifting a finger or spending a dime. Many are for changing up the majority of single-family housing zones to allow buildings with multiple units on single plots. Others are not as keen. It's going to provide an open season for ambitious developers. They're going to buy out poor, disabled, elderly folks and replace these areas with housing that only the wealthy can afford. Over 160 residents voiced their opinion Saturday to the county council. Yes, some of the new housing that will be built will be quite expensive, but over time, that housing will become affordable, and housing that exists now will become more affordable. The board will hear more feedback and likely vote on whether to hold public hearings in March, with a final vote on the changes likely to occur later that month. Luke Luker, WTOP News. A proposal that would have given the green light to a casino somewhere locally along the Silver Line Corridor in Fairfax County is dead. State Senator Dave Marsden tells WTOP he's withdrawing the bill, citing a lack of consolation with local leaders on the issue. He hopes, he says, to bring the bring it back by next year's legislative session. The measure would have allowed a casino within a quarter mile of an existing Silver Line station, approval from county leaders, and a ballot referendum would have also been required for the measure to pass. You are listening to 103.5 FM at WTOP.com. What's for dinner? Burgers? After last week? No thanks. Avoiding foods due to fear of diarrhea, gas, bloating, stomach pain, or loose oily stools? It may not be just stomach issues. It could be EPI, or exocrine pancreatic insufficiency. EPI can cause uncomfortable symptoms because it's a condition where the pancreas doesn't release enough digestive enzymes to break down food. But EPI can be managed. Use the symptom checker on identifyepi.com and talk to your doctor about your symptoms. That's identifyepi.com. Sponsored by Abby. WTOP at 1125. Money news each half hour at 25 and 55 on WTOP. This is a Bloomberg Money Minute. Apple's long-awaited mixed reality headset may be the one that shakes up the virtual reality industry. The headset will have extra cameras and sensors to let you control the device by looking at an on-screen item to select it. It would cost about twice as much as rival devices. Microsoft is turning its attention and money to the maker of the viral chatbot, ChatGPT. It is, as expected, investing $10 billion into open AI. Microsoft wants access to some of the most popular and advanced AI systems. OpenAI needs the money and Microsoft's cloud computing power to crunch data. 
Google's CEO is telling the company's workers if he hadn't decided to let 12,000 of their colleagues go, the situation would have gotten much worse. On Wall Street, tech stocks led a rally of about three-quarters to 2% across the averages. The Dow rose 254, the Nasdaq 224, the S&P 47. From the Bloomberg Newsroom, I'm Joan Doniger on WTOP. Stocks and bonds are volatile, but your financial plan doesn't have to be. Have you sat down to map out an investment plan you can trust when emotions and headlines stir panic? Every week, we discuss the latest financial trends and what investors need to know about them. To learn more about how to stay grounded and to become a better informed, wise investor, listen to The Wise Investor Show at thewiseinvestorgroup.com or find us on your